Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. This is an outdoor podcast that aims for the head. I'm Colin True. It's Monday, January 8th, and today, I need to tell you about how I think I might be getting older. How could this have happened? Well, stick around to hear all about it. But first things first, and that first thing is you clicking subscribe. Are you listening to the show on your phone, on your laptop? Excellent work. All you have to do right now, so you don't forget, is open up your podcast app, click follow or subscribe. Seriously, it's cool. Just do it while I'm talking. I don't mind. And then, lastly, tap that five-star review. Just a little tap is all it takes. Thank you so much, and for your cooperation, you know what we get to do now? We get to start the show! Last night, the Golden Globes officially kicked off the awards show season, and despite a pretty interesting Bills and Dolphins NFL regular season ender, I spent most of my time hate-watching the Globes than that game. It was a hate-watch because the hosts and the segments that didn't work were an all-time train wreck, I cannot look at this level cringy. But I also wanted to watch because four of my favorite things ever dominated the narrative of the night, and those four things are Oppenheimer, Barbie, Succession, and of course, Season 2 of The Bear. And sure, it's not original to lavish praise on those four titles. They are all pretty much universally acknowledged as top-tier movie and TV entertainment. But the common thread for me, for all of them, is how each of them uniquely captures humanity and the growth we are all either striving for or running away from. But despite my affinity for those four properties, the simplest way I've seen that human experience captured was through the greatest line in the history of cinema. From the greatest movie in the history of cinema, The Shawshank Redemption. That line, of course, is, get busy living or get busy dying. First spoken by an under-duress Andy Dufresne. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Get busy living or get busy dying. And then punctuated by Ellis Boyd Red Redding. Get busy living or get busy dying. That's goddamn right. Who was so nicknamed because he's probably Irish. To me, these seven words sum it all up. It's the filter to run every big decision through and a reminder to get after it no matter what. And using that line from that movie as a mantra has guided me through most of the choices I've made in my life, including how I play outside. From getting my first road bike, to having a cup of coffee with mountaineering, and even attempting to be a sponsored athlete for a little while, that one line was a helpful reminder to take the plunge. Get busy living or get busy dying. It's a simple choice, really. And I thought of this line again just the other day, when my legs weren't working the way I wanted them to. So I raced mountain bikes for a few years, an endeavor that ended due to a combination of an increase in work travel combined with my inability to truly let it rip going downhill. I seriously must have been the most frustrating person to race against because my strength on a bike has always been climbing. I'm strong going uphill and I like going uphill, so I could always maintain a front-of-the-pack position. Not elite, but pretty good overall on the climbs. But then would come the descents. And I can't explain why I've never been able to truly let it rip going downhill or why during more spicy downhill sections, I would always hear my mom's voice in the back of my head pleading with me to go slow because you're going to hurt yourself. And while I'm fighting all these internal demons, I'm just getting passed by all the people I just passed going uphill. And then we get to the bottom of that descent and start climbing again. And the cycle repeats itself. Good times. Anyway, through those years of riding bikes really hard in the mountains, I got used to that ability to just be able to hit the gas on a bike and to sit and to climb. And even when I pivoted from bike to trail running and ultramarathon aspirations, whenever I'd go mountain biking, I still felt that gear in my legs. 
No matter what bike I sat on, if I wanted to turn it up a notch, I could. Until the other day, when I couldn't. Recently on another podcast, I heard former NBA coach and player and current NBA television analyst Doc Rivers talking about the last few years of his career, when he could only bank on one game a week to be able to play the way he knew he could, and during other games, he just didn't have it anymore. And that's a common story you hear from players from the top echelon of team sports, that the jump they had in their 20s, just one day, isn't there anymore. I think we may have seen that this year with Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs, who, despite all the attention he's gotten from his Taylor Swift relationship, just doesn't look like the same player that he used to on the field. But since I've never done anything remotely close to playing professional basketball or football, I didn't really expect to feel like I could relate to those stories at any point in my life. But on a recent gravel ride on a hill I've ridden a lot, I decided to hammer up it, and my legs had no juice. And not because I'd, like, already ridden for 40 miles or something. Like, they just didn't have it. Now, look, recently I've started riding a lot more, and maybe a decade plus of running being my primary outlet for fitness and thus keeping me off of the bike has finally come home to roost. And my superpower will return one day as I increase my miles through the winter and spring. Or maybe the reality is I'll turn 49 later this year and this is something I should just expect to continue from here on out. I don't completely think it's that because anecdotally speaking, a lot of endurance athletes thrive well into their 50s. So I don't think I've lost anything forever. But according to Doc Rivers, he could still tap into his younger self occasionally as his career was winding to a close. So even as I improve my fitness... It is likely that the off days are going to show up a little more consistently. But I still choose to get busy living. I think everyone makes the same mistakes where we let certain activities or interests define us in our younger years to the point where we forget how long life is and that inevitably we're going to get bored doing the same stuff over and over again. It's been over 13 years since I last prepped for a bike event and five years since I've trained for a running event. Now, I'm not that interested in racing anymore. I'm too invested in hairy legs, cotton t-shirts, and baggy bike shorts to go back to an actual sanctioned race. But there is a 50-mile local ride in April that's put on by our local mountain bike association that would require me to get my biking mojo back. And I think it's time to set a goal and go for it like I used to. But guys, I'll admit the getting older thing is kind of freaking me out. I mean, I'm sure there's some scientific explanation for why we don't notice our aging bodies in real time. You know what I mean, right? How we look in the mirror every day and seemingly the person looking back at you, at least to your brain, has looked exactly the same your entire life. You can convince yourself that the person in the mirror looked the same at 17, but then you see a photo of yourself from high school and some mystical force knocks you straight on your ass and you wonder, when the hell did all that aging happen? And yeah, I'm sure if you're in your 20s and you're listening to this, you're getting annoyed and just moving straight on to that unplayed episode of Very Really Good on your podcast app. But then I do think about how Pete Collin now would do against Pete Collin from 2009. I do wonder how that would go. Would we be pretty comparable? Would 2009 Colin decimate the me of today? Probably. And though our mantras were both get busy living or get busy dying, 2009 Colin had that broken endurance athlete, something to prove to the world vibe. Whereas today, I just want to get fit and ride my bike a lot. So you know, even if that jump never comes back to my legs, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Because I know I'm in a better place now than I ever could have been back then. Get busy living or get busy dying. That's goddamn right. All right, that's the show for today. Please send all emails expressing your over-the-moon approval of the Shawshank Redemption to myrockfight at gmail.com. 
You know, I don't care if the outdoor scenes are limited in Shawshank, we may have to revisit the greatest movie of all time in a future episode very soon. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. And here to take us out is Krista Makes from Less Than Jake with the Rock Fight fight song. We'll see you next time, Rock Fighters. Rock Fight!